Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In your body, there is hope. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Think Hope Podcast. And I am your hostess and hopeologist to help facilitate your journey of hope. And we are so very excited excited about what is happening now because we are counting down the time for our National Month of Hope. Yes, National Month of Hope that's come, that's already here that we're in in April, which is now the National Month of Hope on record and we just want to thank God for just making it to this month. Because I tell you, we have been uh, planning, we have been, been looking, we have been trying to get everything together so that we can have this time to, to celebrate April, the National Month of Hope. And so now we are here. <laughs> now we are here. And not only are we here uh, celebrating the National Month of Hope, we're on this Think Hope podcast today to help you, yes, help you to learn how to celebrate hope and honor those who are who exemplify the true meaning of hope. Because it may seem like, you know, very simple. We have a national month of hope now. This is our second year of, of ever of, for the United States of America having a national month of hope. And it just may seem simple. Okay, so we have a national month of hope, so we'll just celebrate hope in April. But it's not so simple because I remember uh, whenever I first heard about the uh, National Poetry Month, and as a matter of fact, April happens to be the National Poetry Month, and uh, being a poet, one who writes and recites poems and just really loves poetry, uh, I, you know, I, I used to think, well, what do, I, what do I do? Okay, this is the National Poetry Month. And I'm telling you, it took years to finally get into the groove of acknowledging that April is the National Poetry Month. And, and, and also, you know, over the years, I've done some events all in the name of April, all in April and all in the name of the National Poetry Month. So it just took a little while just to catch on. So that's what this show really is all about. We're going to share about a major uh, celebration and uh, Hopi Awards ceremony that we are having here in the capital of Florida, Tallahassee, Florida. And it's all designed to help you. This show is designed is to help you, no matter what community you may be in, to get ideas and think about ways as we move forward 
from from this year and and the, the many years to come to think about ways that you can celebrate hope that that you can acknowledge our national month of hope because there's so many uh, different organizations, businesses, um, cities, churches. I mean, we were all the way in in South Africa over in Eswatini, which is formerly uh, Swaziland, and we ran into so many churches, orphanages, and different ones that had hope in the name, Hope Center, Word of Hope. You know, hope is so important. It's so such a powerful force, and that our our overall vision and goal is to one day unite all of the forces of hope together, the entities, as it were, of hope together all around this national month of hope. So today's show, as, as, as I'm sharing with you about our celebration, those that's in the local area that you hear or, or would like to come, no matter where you are, it's not too late to make plans to attend. It's coming up this, this uh, coming weekend, uh, April the 21st, which is Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday, right here in Tallahassee, Florida, from 1.30 to 4.30 p.m. at the Cascades Park Amphitheater. And for more information about this event, you can go to www.makeahopeconnection.com. But also, even when you listen to this, this podcast, after the event or after that particular time, it's still valuable because what we want you to do, we want you, no matter where you are, even if you're in our area, to say, you know what, I'm going to celebrate hope and, and I'm going to uh, have my own Hopi Awards or, or I'm going to sponsor an event and, and, and celebrate in the park and bring people together. This is to help stimulate some ideas and, and to all centered around what it means to celebrate hope. So we're excited about that. We'll hear uh, a little bit more uh, about that in just a minute. But I'd like to, in honor of April, which is the National Poetry Month, I'd like to start off with a poem. And then we're going to come back and we're going to start just talking about some of the things that we're doing here to celebrate hope and give you some ideas of what you can do in honor of our April National Month of Hope beginning this year as well as as we move forward. We're going to talk about that. So we'll take a poetry break and we'll be right back. Proverbs 30 verse 4. Who hath ascended up into heaven or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name and what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? Grab the wind. I grab the wind in the palm of my hand. I made a fist and held it real tight. I kept it that way for most of the night. Curiosity got the best of me, and I decided to take a peek and see what the wind looked like as it sat in my hand. 
I open my hand very slowly, one finger at a time. I looked for the wind, but the wind I couldn't find. For as I opened my hand, the wind fled whoosh to the sky. It left my grasp in the blink of an eye. I didn't mind, you see, because I came to understand that not many people can honestly say I held the wind in the palm of my hand. The power that I felt for that brief moment made me cry to think that I, a mere mortal, could grab the wind. Absolutely. Grab the wind. And that was my first award-winning poem uh, that I wrote several years ago. And I liken grabbing the wind to accomplishing something that is deemed to be impossible. Because we know that in Christ, all things are possible. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So grabbing the wind, that's what I, I, I discern and, and, and what I feel like as we have been celebrating April, the National Month of Hope, and, uh, and as we founded um, April National Month of Hope through Mothers in Crisis, I applied to the National Day Calendar back in 2017, and it was accepted out of about uh, you know thousands, I can't remember the exact number right now, but they only chose 30 in that cycle, and we were one, and uh, it was accepted for April to become the National Month of Hope, and then we uh, had our inaugural uh, National Month of Hope in 2018, and we had a radio tour. We also just kind of did a lot of things just to try to get public awareness, get the word out there, and so I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that we accomplished on last year, because each year builds upon itself. So as we are talking about how to acknowledge, how to recognize, acknowledge, and celebrate April as the National Month of Hope, each year it builds upon the other. So we don't just forget about what we did last year or the campaign for last year and then just focus in on this year because all of the suggestions are suggestions and things that we should be doing not just in April, actually, <laughs> but all year long. And April is a good, a good month to celebrate and have the culmination and then to remind everyone that a hopeful society is a helpful, is a, is a helpful and healthy society. A hopeful society is a helpful and it is a healthy society. And I believe, as I've been saying uh, since last year, based upon the statistics that we've seen and continue to see if the suicide rate is, uh, has risen over the past decade, and many more of our young people are, are, are killing themselves and, and committing suicide because they've given up hope. And, uh, and it's, it's really increased in all, across all of the, uh, the demographics in terms of age and gender as well. And that, to me, is just an indication that people are giving up hope. They're just giving up hope. So whenever we can have hope and whenever we can teach people how, first of all, to think hope, and that's where I'm getting to, Think Hope podcast was birthed on last year during our first National Month of Hope. 
And Think Hope is a major brand and concept, and con and and it's it's something that we're not only just saying as a catchy, you know, cliche or something, you know, think hope, but actually looking at how to reprogram your thinking, renew your mind to move away from thinking pessimism, thinking negativity, thinking about doom and gloom, uh, depression and all of that, and how you can actually program your mind to think hope and think in a positive way. And we have various ways uh, to do that. And some of the archival um, Think Hope podcasts, you can go back and and listen to where we talked about how to uh, have your hope breaks. That's one of the main things that's really been making a difference, how to um, rest in hope and uh, some other various ways that you can can begin to have a, a more hopeful outlook. And after a while, it will, it, will, it will come natural. It'll be a part of you. You won't even know it. It'll be like breathing. And that's where I think, you know, I'm walking into more and more is that now it's not like I'm thinking, oh, think hope, think hope. It's just like I'm programmed to a hopeful, it's like a hopeful dial, <laughs> you know, and, and also the expression that is coming from the inside out of me, uh, of love, faith, and hope. Is, is, is more so now natural. And that's after a, a solid year of really practicing what we call the practice of hopeology, which I introduced all of it in my latest book, As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There's Still Hope. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. And so that's one of the things. And then the next thing uh, that we really, really, really pushed and we continue to encourage people to do, and that is to have hope connections. Make hope connections. Because when you become more hopeful, it is very imperative that you spread that hope, that you share that hope, that you reach out to someone because you never know where someone is in their life or what they may be thinking or what they may be going through. And so many of these horrendous stories that we hear uh, about those that have committed suicide and they had a whole internal dialogue that was going on that was so dark and so pessimistic and the people around them, their family members and even friends, they knew how to put on a good face and put on the mask and and no one just stopped and just pressed in and said, how are you really doing? I care about you. Looking them eyeball to eyeball and just uh, just just sharing that moment of of hope, that hopeful moment where you connect with your heart and then allowing that person to know that you will be there for them. You're with them. They're not alone and how that can just make all the difference in the world. So we talked about that. So we want to encourage um, that's something that's ongoing and especially during the, the month of April, our national month of hope, we encourage everyone to think hope. We encourage everyone to make hope connections and, uh, and, and just generally become more hopeful so that we can now, as what we are promoting this year for our second annual National Month of Hope, and that's taking it to the next level and moving beyond, say, your, yourself, which it comes with the Think Hope, or your environment, your family, your coworkers, or whatever, when it comes to making hope connections, to now community, 
nation, you know, world where you're taking, you're going outward, it's spreading outward more and more. And this year we're having a hope celebration. Yes, it is so exciting. We have been planning this celebration all year long, it seems like, at least for the past <laughs> this particular hope celebration that is taking place on this coming Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday at uh, the Cascades Park Amphitheater. And uh, one of the things that I want to just take time out now before we go into any more or any of the details and just thank God for our sponsors. I mean, we have really been uh, getting some good sponsors and good feedback and, and people that have been giving uh, from the Tallahassee community and, uh, and, and around also in some other places from around the nation that have been giving and have given to this uh, HOPE campaign that we're having this year. And just to mention some of our platinum sponsors, those that gave at least a thousand or more um, and as well as uh, donations of money, as well as in-kind, major in-kind donations. I uh, just want to go ahead and just give a shout-out to the Tallahassee Democrats, to, um, to just, you know, their support as a, as a platinum sponsor. It just really, really, really has been made a, made a ter- tremendous difference. And then also, I want to acknowledge Flipper Chapel AME Church, who gave a $1,000 donation as a platinum sponsor. Um, I cannot, uh, I mean, it's just, just a, a, such a blessing that, that our, our business, DDM, ITPM, Divine Design Mastermind, IT Project Management, uh, my husband, Kwame Lewis, as the president, and how we given over the $1,000 mark uh, as, a, as a platinum sponsor. I want to just give a big shout out to Cumulus Broadcasting that came on board early and really been, been just supporting and, and over $1,000 in airtime and in-kind donations and things of that nature. So it's just, just so wonderful to have our platinum sponsors. And then we have those that, that gave on many multiple levels of giving and uh and and we just want to say a big god bless you and thank you to all of our sponsors and that's one of the things that that's one of the things that i wanted to point out as we are talking about uh how learning how to celebrate hope is that number one you need to get people that are willing to join with you and that can help sponsor an event or sponsor uh, whatever you choose to do. Always good to get people, other people involved and people that are, that are willing to give and people that are willing to volunteer. And uh, one of the things I'd just like to also give a big shout out to the uh, Hope Squad and Christ Vision Tribe members. We've been working so diligently and just reaching out, reaching out, reaching out to uh, to to our sponsors and and also the Hope Citizens and to our Hopey Award winners and all the things that go that that all the things that go along with having a Hope celebration. So 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 first of all, you need to get 
community support. You got to get community support, support from those that are going to be able to do the legwork and volunteer and, and, and do some of the things that, that lots of things that need to be done. You need to have a solid team. And then you need to have people that will sponsor, that will actually give, whether they give the, the, don- the money or if they give the in-kind donations, but that believe in this, the, the mission, believe in the hope that you're celebrating and, uh, and that they'll be willing to actually uh, to share in that because it makes it that much more fun. And we've been having a lot of fun in the Tallahassee community and the surrounding areas by uh, visiting places and people that I hadn't seen in, in so many years. And just, just like with WCTV, we were on the spotlight uh, show with um, Art Myers. And I tell you, we, we have a long history with WCTV and the different public service announcements and things that we used to do with them over the years. Um, also, the volunteer that's going to be uh, our mistress of ceremony, Lenitra Bennett, who is also who is a, a, a reporter for WCTV. And just getting the community involved. So that is number one, whenever you're talking about celebrating hope. And then, and then the, the next thing is you need to look around and see who you can honor and to honor others. It's always good. The Bible says to put others up above yourself. And there are people in the community, sometimes they're called unsung heroes, not the usual suspects that you see, but you know they've been there for, for years and, and just just really been been providing uh, services that empower, that bring hope, and, and, and that make a difference in people's lives, and just, just honor them. And that's what we're doing. We're instituting the HOPI Award, which stands for Helping Others Practice Enduring Empowerment. And we're going to be honoring on a, a local level because everything begins locally. Charity begins at home. And then nationwide. So this is a national month of hope. So we wanted to just look around, just widen our scope and say, now, who on a national level uh, has, has, is the epitome of hope, of being hopeful, of giving hope, of, of receiving it, and, and also of releasing it? So we have some major heavy hitters that we're going to talk about that we're also going to honor and to acknowledge. And it's been so wonderful just contacting and getting in touch with the different ones and getting their responses back and, and even having a one to come and to, to be with us at the event. So, so, so that's another thing. When you're talking about celebrating hope, you want to, to then, once you get your help, you get your sponsors, you get your volunteers, you get those that are willing to support what you're doing, you begin to look at who else you can honor, that you can lift up, that you can acknowledge. And then find a place, find a venue where you can just go out and just, you know, just share hope, spread hope. And then that's when you can bring in your entertainers, you can bring in your vendors, you can bring in, you know, the, uh, the uh, food trucks and all of that. And it comes in and it just becomes a sort of almost like a, a celebration of hope, a festival of hope. So that's what we're doing. And I'm going to uh, share a couple of sound clips now that's going to give you an, a greater idea and an essence of what we're doing here in the Tallahassee, Florida, capital city to celebrate April, the National Month of Hope. And then after we play 
uh, several of those clips and you get a, a good idea and you can see exactly what we're doing, then I'm going to open up the phone lines and bring in some of the Hope Squad members and hear from them and also anyone else that, that would like to uh, join in the conversation. If you have any questions, you have any suggestions, then you can certainly just, just press one to raise your hand and you can come on board. So we're talking about Hope Celebration and Hopi Awards Ceremony in honor of our National Month of Hope. Hope is so important. We cannot live without it. That is why I'm so excited about this National Month of Hope, and I'm going to share with you a list of things that we're going to be doing during the National Month of Hope. So I want you to get out your paper and pencil, and I want you to write it down because I want you to be a part of our April National Month of Hope Celebration and ceremony. Our celebration ceremony on April the 21st, and it's going to be right here in Tallahassee, Florida. That's Leon County, the capital of Florida, at Cascades Park Amphitheater. And that is at 640 Swanee Street, Tallahassee, Florida, 32301. So we're going to be there from 1.30 to 4.30 p.m. Yes, so that is a that is an overview of, of what we're going to do and where we're going to be. Now we're going to hear a clip about some of the entertainers that we're also going to be there and going to be a part of this Hope Celebration. Just to give you an idea of some of the entertainment that we're going to have, first of all, we have a mistress of ceremony by the name of Lenitra Bennett. And those of you who are local, you know who Lenitra Bennett is. She is one of the reporters for going to have entertainment. Of course, you can't have a Hope Celebration without entertainment. We're going to have Royce Lovett. And Royce is a, a young man who is an awesome gospel singer and just sings about love and sings about hope. And as a matter of fact, he's a recording artist. So he has he's on tour now, but he's going to come back here to uh, to be a part of this event. So we're looking forward to Royce Lovett. I tell you, I'm so excited to be able to have him with us. He kind of puts you in the mind of Travis Green to me. And, you know, I love Travis Green. So we got Royce Lovett, a band by the name of Hip First, where Steffi and her and her uh, team is going to be there, and they're going to be playing throughout the whole event. And then we have a local artist, a group by the name of Hot Tamales. Hot Tamales. Hot Tamales will be there. I'm so excited that I will be launching my latest book. This will be the first book signing and book launch. For as long as it's regular body, there will be a healing. Yes, as long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. I will be there with a book signing, and this will be my first book launch for as long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. And I'm excited about that. It's the book that I've been been writing uh, ever since, as a matter of fact, the first edition of As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There Is Hope was 15 years ago. So it's 15 years later, and we just kind of pick up where we left off, and I'm telling you a lot of great things have happened since then, all surrounding hope, 
as well as the whole practice now of Hopeology, which is also surrounding the National Month of Hope. And so the book is, is, is a powerful uh, treatise of hope. And, uh, and all of the proceeds go into Mothers in Crisis, go back to Mothers in Crisis, like with all my books. That's one of the things that I've always done and continue to do uh, because I really, really, really want to be able to support this whole uh, initiative, this campaign of spreading hope around the world. As a matter of fact, we were, as I mentioned earlier, we were in South Africa with, uh, with Dr. Patricia Bailey Ministries on April 1st when my book launched. <laughs> I was way out of the country in Eswatini, actually, on that particular, that particular day, as well as when April, the National Month of Hope, kicked off. But that's a part of it all. Because that is what we're talking about. We're talking about spreading hope around the world. And so what, what better way to do that than to take it abroad whenever you get an opportunity to go uh, to visit the widows, the, the refugees, the orphans, and, and for those that are, that are in need, both here and abroad. So uh, that book, as long as it's breath in your body, there's still hope. I'm so excited that we'll have our book launch at that particular event. Now I want to talk about some of the national awardees, and then we'll talk about the local awardees that will be receiving a HOPI award. And HOPI stands for Helping Others Practice Enduring Empowerment. And the first one that I'll introduce is, and I'll take a little time, I want to take a little time and just make mention of former First Lady Michelle Obama, because I'm telling you, she and her husband, former President Barack Obama, oh my goodness, they are living legends of hope. And whenever uh, Michelle Obama came out with her book this year about becoming Michelle Obama, of course, I've got my copy and, and reading my hard copy as well as the different interviews that that she was on promoting the book, and now she's going to different communities, and then she's, she's having events, uh, and, and it's all centered around hope because she said out of her mouth that she wants her legacy to be that of bringing hope to young people. And, uh, and so I said, wow, she is like the queen of hope. So she is being honored with a Hopi Award, and she is very much aware of it. As a matter of fact, she sent a beautiful letter uh, thanking us and, and responding to the generous uh, Hopi Award. And uh, although she's not going to be able to be here with us for the event, we are certainly, certainly so blessed that she will be receiving this inaugural Hopi Award on a national level. So I want to play a clip. Uh, about Michelle Obama, and then we'll continue to talk about the other national awardees of the Hopi Award. We presented in April during the National Month of Hope to those who exemplify helping others to practice enduring empowerment while spreading hope in the family, church, or synagogue, school, community, marketplace, nation, and world. So this is the inaugural Hopi Awards that we'll be releasing. Hopi actually stands for, it's H-O-P-E-E, -E, and it stands for Helping Others 
practice enduring empowerment. So I'm going to give you a list of the recipients, and just just so you understand a little bit more about why we're so excited. For on the national level, we're giving out. Uh, awards on the national level and then also on the local level. So on the national level, the first one is former First Lady Michelle Obama. Yes, Michelle Obama will be receiving a whole next one on our more diversity, more openness. Yes, we still have problems, but as Barack would say, if he had to pick any time in history to be born, if you think throughout the history of this country, what time, what, what period would you want to be alive in today? Today is, the, the, now there's more acceptance, more openness, more quality. where we want to be for our kids. We want to invest in the now. And we're here with you right now. We're going to be with your brother the next hour. Becoming is out now, and we will be right back. Thank you. So easy and lazy to lead by fear. Um, it is much harder to lead by hope. So it, it, is, it is only an aberration if we find leaders who reflect our values. And if we don't, no, this this can this this can go on, you know. But it depends who's at the top. Speaking of not not leading by fear, uh, as I said earlier, this is the number one selling book of 2018 already, and this is beaten. This is beaten Bob Woodward's fear. So once again, go hope it. has beaten fear. <laughs> <laughs> hope has beaten fear. That is so powerful. And uh, as you can hear, uh, former First Lady Michelle Obama, in her own words, they are so hopeful. And one thing I love about her is that we're not, like, putting our heads in the sand and pretending like everything is so perfect. No, what we're saying when we talk about hope is that things are going to get better. Why? Because we can make them better. We can work to make them better, and they're in the future of our children. So, uh, as you can see in her own words, one of the, the reasons why she was certainly chosen to receive a Hopi Award this year. So I'm going to go ahead and play another clip about the other national awardees, and then we'll look at the local awardees. Just to give you an idea, so it's, um, it's a wonderful Next thing. One on our list here. Uh, on the national level, is Pastors Joel and Victoria Osteen. And then we have here the Reverend Jesse Jackson Sr. Yes, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, our very, and I say our very own, because she is our, 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 our missionary for Turning Point International Church. She is the missionary that we support, and that is Dr. Patricia Bailey, who is international missionary, and she's been to over 144 countries around the world bringing hope. Another one here that I, I'm, I'm very excited about connecting with is Sabrina Fulton. She's the mother of Trayvon Martin, and she's the founder of Mothers through the Trayvon Martin Foundation. About uh, is the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School students. And this tragedy, but in the midst of that tragedy, is Abby Hernandez. She's a survivor of teenage kidnapping. And uh, some of you may have seen her story on 2020, but she was one that was taken as a teenager and held in, in the, like, you know, one of those bonker situations. 
and uh, she survived. She made it out. And and one of the things that really stuck with me and the rest of the team was when she said it was hope our, that Hopi Award winners on the national level, and we are excited and we are we are honored to be able to honor this. Yeah, so the national level of the Hopi Award winners, and I'm so pleased and blessed to be able to announce that Dr. Patricia Bailey will be with us on uh, April the 21st, that she will be able to be with us at the award. And and her director of missions, Val Phelps, Valerie Phelps, will be here as well. And she will have her clothing line, and I tell you, it's a it's wonderful the uh, the clothes, the African attire, and just the so much that that she's going to be able to bring, and the jewelry, and the different things. Because um, and it all goes to it's called her voice, so it goes to support missions, and that's another great thing. But just beautiful, beautiful attire that I have a whole line of of her. Of her, uh, I have many of her pieces, I, I should say. So uh, they're going to be here with us. So now let's go right into the local awardees that will be, uh, the majority will be there, and they have confirmed that they will be there to receive their award, their Hopi Award in person. Local level for those who are in the local community, because, you know, all everything that we do, it must start local because charity begins at home. And I know this is a national uh, initiative, April National Month of Hope, but we're having a local community event, and we wanted to honor some local people that stands out and that, and that have stood up for hope. And this is just the beginning, but for our inaugural year for Leon County, Tallahassee, we are honoring with the Hopi Award none other than Mayor, the Mayor of Tallahassee, Mayor John Daly. And I'm telling you, I've known uh, Mayor Daly for quite some time. We were in the Leadership 24 class together, and uh, he's, he was also a county commissioner. And one of the things I, I've always loved about his optimism and his just ability just to kind of, even though he's dealing with some hard issues, but to just keep it uh, keep hope alive and just to move forward on the things that he did on Park. He's, uh, he used to be a part of the Parks and Front group, but now he's he's on his own. He's off on his own now. But I'm going to tell you something. This young man, Daryl Parks, Attorney Parks, he has really been helping communities, especially disenfranchised, those who, who've had trouble, uh, you know, because of some of the shootings of the, you know, the law enforcement and, and some of the other pharmaceutical companies that they're going after, and, and they even, he was a part of this lawsuit uh, for, that was uh, against the state of Florida Department of Corrections and, and what was happening there to some of the women, and just some major things that he is, he is working on. And uh, so we're going to honor him with a Hopi Award, because I, I looked up one time and I saw him on national television in front of this big rally uh, of people, and he's standing up there and, and just, you know, standing up for them from that legal justice department, that justice piece that we all, 
you know, think about the civil rights movement. If it wasn't for that piece, where would we be today? So we want to uh, honor attorney, uh, another attorney, uh, former former public defender, Nancy Daniels. Nancy Daniels, and many of you in the community, you know, you've been around here any time, that Nancy Daniels, as she served as public defender, she's continuing to do great work now. She's continuing with different uh, organizations, committees that she's working with to change some of the laws and things of that nature. But she's always been, been there to bring hope to the disenfranchised communities and always wanting to support and help. She's supported and helped Mothers in Crisis over the years and, uh, and our clients and bringing the drug court and, and all of these different initiatives that uh, our former public defender Nancy Daniels was a part of. So we're excited about honoring her with the Hopi Award. Another one of our longtime supporters and board members, Dr. Alfreda Blackshear, M.D. And not only that, on a personal note, she was my daughter's pediatrician. As a matter of fact, I went and met with her when I was pregnant. I was so excited. And uh, and I'd read somewhere you need to get the pediatrician even before the baby comes. So I met with Dr. Blackshear. And so not only, I mean, but she has been that for so many in the community. She's just recently retired. But just bringing hope to those babies and, and families and even single parents, it was such a blessing to have her uh, as a single parent, to have her as my daughter's pediatrician, and then her support of Mothers in Crisis over the years as a board member and just uh, giving donations and things of that nature. So we're going to recognize Dr. Alfreda Blackshear and then, uh, and then another one of our supporters over the years, Mrs. Lou McPherson. Oh, my goodness. This lady, she met us through a newspaper article in 1993. I never forget. I think it was the first article that the Tallahassee Democrat did on my life and, and my story. And she contacted me after that, and she said, you know, encouraging of what we were doing and Mothers in Crisis, and she started supporting us every month since that time. And I'm telling you, it came a time when Mothers in Crisis had lost all of its funding. We didn't have any money coming in, but her check was coming in every month. And not only ours, but she's a philanthropist. She has many organizations that she's been supporting and she supports through years. Some people wait until they die and they put it in their estate, and that's good, too, because we've received, you know, that, too, and praise God. But some people, while they're here, they continue, they'll give, and they put aside a, a certain amount of money just to give to support different charities and organizations that are making a difference. So we're going to honor Mrs. Lou McPherson of the uh Byron Dotson of the Tallahassee Democrat, who's a senior writer and editorial board member. And if any of you ever met uh, Byron, you know he's class act. And I'm going to tell you something, he has been steady. He has been uh, in that position or in position with the Tallahassee Democrat uh, for decades, and he has written some 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 major uh, on the local level is Maggie Lewis Butler. She's a former Leon County School Board member, and many of you know uh, Maggie Lewis, but you know she's married now, Butler, and she's just been out there. She was there fighting for our children on the school board. She actually helped my daughter, who is a teacher. And she helped her, and she helped so many others Certainly just by being in that lease. 
we're going to honor Jack Levine. He's a child and family advocate. He's the founder of Four Generations Institute. And I'm going to tell you, he is a wonderful speaker, and he's very passionate about child advocacy, and he's been, he's been out here for a while. I remember years ago when I first got started and I went to a, a seminar and Jack was one of the speakers. And one good thing about it, he is, he is a hopeful person. He's an optimist from his heart, and he's actually been out there doing the work and making a difference. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.